Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Deck maintenance isn't fun. Move the furniture and barbecue, sand and prep, paint, seal, or get a low-maintenance Trex deck. The only color fade you'll have to deal with is watching the sunset. Trex, the world's number one decking brand. This happened in the early hours of Sunday morning. Milford again is in position, but they're also going to go back to Crichton. Crichton's got time to try and win it for Samoa, and Stephen Crichton is a history maker. Samoa into the final of the Rugby League World Cup. Yeah, amazing scenes there of Samoa going into the World Cup against the Kangaroos. And what a game it was, 27-26 against against England. And as they panned to the coaching box, Matt Parrish was excited. And the man to his right, former NRL player, now assistant coach of the Samoan side, is Daniel Holdsworth. How are you, Dan? Hey, Sats. I'm good, mate. Yourself? Very well, very well. And uh, you spent some time in the UK anyway as a player. It's uh, under different circumstances and... Much exciting circumstances. How's the feeling amongst the uh, amongst the squad? Oh, mate, it's been unreal. Um, obviously, the last couple of days has, has been um, yeah. The boys are ex- you know ecstatic, and they're still in a bit of cloud nine. With we um, we were in London sort of Saturday in that game, so I uh, had a few beers after the game and had had a bit of a celebration and a good time, and then travelled up to Manchester yesterday, um, and the boys are off today, so. Um, yeah, it's still still a bit of a, a vibe at the moment, which is good. What needed to change, Dan, after that round one loss against England, sixty to six? Something obviously needed to change, or was it just a timing that the time you'd arrived hadn't had time to to really form any combinations? Oh, mate, yeah, like all of the above. We like we probably, to be fair, we probably played the most prepared team in the competition, which was England, right? So they'd finished. You know, a couple of weeks before us, that had squads all year. The team was in the home country. That you know, they'd been they'd been together for a while, right? and and they're bloody good team. So um, we knew we were up against it. Our guys coming sort of on, on the Sunday, so but, you know, just a week from now that thing. So uh, that was a bit clunky. Um, and then also like myself, I've never coached in this environment either. So me and Ratters had never coached together. We'd never coached with Matt, so. It was just a big work for us, mate. We probably got a lot of stuff wrong that week. Um, obviously, the boys weren't as prepared as they should have. Um, we, we lost three guys for the whole tournament in the first half, so kind of just, I don't know, it all caught up to us and then spiralled out of control. But it was it was good in hindsight, mate. It sort of hardened us up and stiffened us up for the next week, and um, obviously the boys did a bit of a reality check, and we just got back on with it. Well, Daniel, it's uh, Gary Belcher, mate. Thanks for joining us. Um, what, how important was it then after that that you got the chance to play some lesser lights without being disrespectful? You play Greece, you play France, who've, uh, who've been struggling, and then you can find some sort of you know, semblance of form before you had that all-important game against uh, Tonga. Yeah, I've thought about this a, a little bit. Um, obviously, it, it worked out for us. Um, Agree. It was obviously good to play some lesser countries and get some sort of 
you know, connection and some um, confidence, like you, like you said. Um, but also on the on the flip side of that is we sort of previewed England this time the opposite. Like they played us at our worst, and then they obviously went on to play the same guys in our pool um, that were the lesser sort of countries. So we we kind of thought going down on the weekend that they hadn't really been challenged. They played us, like I said, at their worst, and then they had three sort of softer games. So we sort of seen that as an advantage to us that they, you know, if we if we hang in there and you know play our best. See, see what kind of warts come out when they really get under the pump. Mm. Um, so, you know, on the flip side of that is it's hard to sort of get a gauge what's right or wrong. You sort of just got to play what's in, what's in front of you, you know. Yeah, well, the players are doing just that. It looks to me like there's some um, some some real senior players have really stepped up, and probably some other players. Is that is that been the case as well as the? I mean, the coaching staff deserve a lot of credit. You've done your homework, but. You can't achieve these great results without the senior players and some players really leading the way. Is that right? Oh, for sure, mate. Yeah. Oh, Junior Paulo, like it's my first sort of um, uh, meeting with Junior. So he's been super impressive, eh? And, and especially the last couple of weeks as a leader of the country and the captain, um, you know, the boys really look up to him. And then obviously, I don't know, he, when he puts that jersey on, he's finds another gear somehow. Um, but his last two performances, when you look at him, what he's what he's churning out, you know, pretty phenomenal. He's an amazing sort of bloke and an athlete. So, um, and then obviously, you know, we've had Jerome, who's had a great sort of year, he, and we know he's a good player. And the last couple of weeks, he's really gone to a different level too. So, um, they're all they're all chipping in in their own way, um, training really well, preparing really well. They're obviously really tight, close bunch, um, sing and dance a lot around around training. So they've obviously got uh, <laughs> a good connection there. Um, and, you know, there's something in riding, sort of riding the momentum that they've created, you know. So um, they're happy and training well. Dan, who's the biggest pain in the arse in camp? Stephen Crichton's, um, he's not a pain in the ass, but he's full on. He's full on. He's loud. He's singing. He's yelling and dancing. He's on the bus. He never sits down on the bus. He's screaming from the back, but he's just got that knack of um, everyone loves it, you know. Everyone loves what he's doing, and everyone's he's funny, and um, he sort of brings the group together a fair bit. Now, Spirit makes a lot of... Uh, you know, what makes a team gel and, <clears throat> of course, skill. And Samoa have got plenty of that, but Australia have got a lot more. So how do you overwhelm this this Australian kangaroo side? Yeah, good question. Um, I feel I feel like, you know, we're, obviously, it's only, it's only fairly new the last couple of days it's happened, so we're sort of just sort of decompressing from that. Um, but I don't know. It's just, we just dare to dream, I suppose. Like, the boys are... Boys are confident. They um, they understand what sort of talent they have in the room. Um, you know they've been up against it the whole sort of time. No one's really backed them at all, really. So they're kind of quietly confident. Um, and again, we know it's a different beast. So we're the underdogs, and we're riding the momentum. So we'll go in there prepared, um, have a game plan. Uh, the boys will be confident and just just give it a crack. You know they'll be they'll be free. Um, and I understand they'll need to be at their best. Um, mm. and we'll need to be sort of close to perfect um, to beat them. Um, 
but why not really you know we've we've come this far so we'll be we'll be there to throw down yeah, you, you talked about preparing for England, and, and the, you know they got them at a, you got them at a completely different stage than round one, um, and obviously you got a lot right there to come up with that that historic win. Can you see it changing much about the way the team comes it goes into this game or the game plan against Australia, or is that a little bit too late for, to do something like that? Oh yeah, no, we we won't um, change a game plan dramatically. Like we'll we'll rely on, especially from an attacking point of view, like our style of play is, is overarching for everything. So uh, we won't we won't change that. Um, but we'll we'll tinker with some stuff where we feel like there might be some chinks and maybe can get a result some somewhere along the line. Um, but we'll prepare um, like we have. The training's been amazing. Like those 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 Penrith blokes, um, they're next level when they hit the training field. So they've sort of brought the level of training up, and you know, as you can imagine, they're, they're a happy bunch. So they've been training really well. Um, so we'll keep we'll keep charging down that that sort of avenue, mate. And yeah, if we can if we can play at our best and be prepared at our best and, and find a couple of chinks along the way, then. Uh, that's what we aim for. Yeah, I was reading about the um, England T20 team that just won the the World Cup over here, and uh, Mike Hussey said they they d- didn't have he can't remember a single compulsory training session. Mm. He said it's been really relaxed, really low key, because they know what to bring on uh, on game day. Could you see? Would this week be pretty much low key, not too much pressure and stress on the side? Yeah, well, we kind of, we kind of um, understood that was the case last week, which was nice. Um, we knew all the pressure was on England, uh, home country, home World Cup. So, again, not much of a chance this week. The Aussies, obviously, a different beast. So we'll, we'll go in with the same relaxed style. And, again, it's the back end of a seven-week campaign for the lads too. So mm. um, training time will be, obviously... Um, minimal. Um, we'll get two good sessions in tomorrow and Thursday, and then roll into our captain runner at Old Trafford on Friday. So, um, yeah, they'll be they'll be less than two hours on the field this week, you know. So, um, but they 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 can flick the switch and they'll get on there and they'll train at a good intensity and we'll get what we need to do and, and um, make sure they're freshed and have have energy to to charge on on Saturday. We've got a couple of fans here too, uh, Dan. I know Dan Holdsworth is DJ and. Uh, you got Fitzy here saying, say congratulations to DJ for me. And also, uh, Brisbane Eel says, DJ Holdsworth was born in Tweed. Of course, you moved over to WA as a young man, didn't you? I was, mate. Yeah. I was. Mm. Yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah. Mum and dad moved over there when I was about eight. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Now, you've sent a lot of good young players. You're a good young player yourself, um, 17, 18, and being introduced to the Penrith Panthers. And then this kid now, what, 20 years down the track, DJ? You see this kid called Joseph Suwali, who's just turned 19 playing fullback. Do you just scratch your head at how phenomenal this kid is? Oh, he's amazing, man. Um, what, what, um, what first in, my first impression of him is he, like, we were, we were, when we first got to England, um, obviously he was, you know, dark and runs jet lagged and it's cold and whatever. And he's up, he's up. I get up fairly early as, as a coach does now these days, but I'm up and he's up in the foyer and he's got his, he's got his diary out and he's taking notes and he's got his headphones in and he's listening to the stuff. Like he just, um, he's really a new age professional. He cares about his game. Um, so he was super um, impressed with that sort of first initiation with him. Um, and then, 
him, him on the training field, he's just, yeah, as you can see, he's an athlete, but he cares. He, he's thinking about his game. He's trying to get better every single day. He's out there last on the field. Um, and obviously he's been blessed with his physical attributes. Uh, he's he's only 19, and he's playing like this now, so it's kind of scary what, what's going to happen in the future if he keeps going down this path. Yeah, absolutely. And he kind of looked like he's playing against boys at time on the weekend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Now, yeah, Dan Heldsworth, uh, thanks for joining us on, on Sports Day. And as you said, dare to dream. That's all you can do, and you come up against a, a red-hot side, but um, you've got to be in it to win it, and you've done a great job so far, both you and Matty Parrish and uh, – and the team, and uh, good luck on the weekend in the final. Uh, cheers, lads. I appreciate having me on. Thanks for listening to the podcast, and don't forget you can listen to Sports Day every day from Monday to Thursday, 6pm or 5pm Queensland time. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply.